a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. for tonight, which is always how it ends up going, damn show. If y'all know me, you already know the deal, all right? You already know the deal. And slowly, bit by bit by bit, things, roadblocks keep popping up, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, we are here live tonight, ready to smoke the fuck out in the main event. We have an amazingly funny comedian, Ayesha going down right here later on in the show, coming up real soon. As you saw in the opener of the show, we have Spark Kent. 
here to talk about his album release party for his brand new album coming out, Tricone Therapy. It's gonna be lit. So now I gotta bust open my weed. I got my water so I can stay hydrated. I got my dab tool in case you wanna go crazy with some Mystic Timber Goods. <coughs> you ain't know the deal. It's the highest podcast around to be blunt. And, 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 and yeah, <laughs> always coming in fucking hot. You guys already know the deal. Now I bet some of you might be wondering, where's my co-host? Well, I was informed today that uh, he doesn't feel well. And honestly, with everybody talking about the Rona, the variants, this and that, I wasn't taking any any chances. So everyone, shout out, Goof. We hope you feel better. Let them know in the chat. And let's pull up the official background here. Bam. That's how we do. That's right, Donna. So my man, he might have the Rona. I don't know. He was just traveling in Colorado. If y'all checked out the IG, you already know they were off on uh, Denver at Cookies on Broadway with the big St. Trees fire crotch release, which I was so fucking pumped. So fucking pumped to try today. <laughs> That's all crumbled underneath. <laughs> That's all right, though. Because you know what I do got? THC, THCA. Sorry, not just THC. THCA infused pre-rolls. Which honestly might be even better. Even better because, you know, those things, they'll get you going. I already know because last time, the last couple of weeks, we've been smoking these fucking things and uh, it kind of, it gets me lit. Lit. So, if you're watching this live, you already know, make sure you grab your weed, grab your concentrates, grab your edibles, whatever you do to get to that next level. Cause I'm about to spark this joint and y'all finna smoke this with me so you already know. Smoke it if you got it. Ooh, I can already smell it. I can already smell it. Blowing that shit in my face. <laughs> Goddamn. So yeah, yo, unfortunately, no fire crotch today. Had me all fired up. But I tell you what, that's okay though. That's okay. It's been a big, big week in news. We already said two big bot already went over, took over in Denver. Goof was up in there. They rolled out in like, I don't know, seven different locations. It was fucking dope. The fucking dope. There's footage up on the IG. Make sure you go to Two B Blunt Podcast at the number two B E B L U N T Podcast and, and get that shit popping, yo, popping. You guys gotta go check that out. The footage is dope, and they just they rolling it out. So shout out to Say Trees and my man Chef Goofu, wrist, life, and limb to go for this release. <laughs> 
That's just how it goes. Yo, it's crazy times right now. You know, you know, everyone's, I see people I know getting the Rona again. I'm like, well, everybody was talking about this and that and conspiracies and lockdowns again. And I was like, nah, y'all fucking playing. Yo, I don't believe none of that bullshit conspiracy ass theory shit. And, and now I know that two people got sick in like the last week. Not to say that it's fucking Rona. I don't got a fucking clue, but you know, that's not a, 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 a chance I'm trying to take when I got, you know, a wife and two kids and a wife who's back at work. And when the wife's working, you know who with the two kids? Bam. So I cannot be sick. That's not an option. <laughs> not a fucking option whatsoever. So Donna, shout out Donna Taylor. She says, feel better goof, yo. I, you know he's watching. So you know he already appreciates you. Donna? Donna? Donna, Donna, you hanging out with Side Piece Bob tonight? Donna got the new Side Piece, Side Piece Bob, yo. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I'm gonna say about that because <laughs> uh, it just—it would just been an unbelievable story that I literally could not wait to, to visit one day. I was telling Goof literally the other day, I was like, "Yo, we gotta get Donna and her new man out because whenever you got two people like that that get together, there's just there's a lot there's a lot of questions. Donna's been a staple on this show, a, a, a loyal watch a viewer every week." listener viewer everything yo and she lives if you don't know the backstory in like the outskirts of tennessee trailer park city paul malls uh uh raccoon snakes in the house all this shit uh and it's just a fascinating story how you know she met this man on tiktok and now i just feel like i need to i need to know more i don't know if that's selfish or not oh they're speaking of bob there he is <laughs> Side piece, Bob. Yo, I'm telling you, Donna, one of these days, one of these days, we're going to get you on here and we're going to talk a little more about that. So <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> to be blown, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Spark Kent, don't go nowhere. We're going to talk about his album release party going down this Saturday. Tricone therapy coming soon. It's the highest podcast around. You already know the deals to be what? <laughs> hey, Pat, what's so funny, man? I'm trying to pass this handy over there on your phone. We need to get up out of her. I told Lisa your new name was Nasty, man. Nasty, man? She was like, oh, my God. Oh, come on, Pat. We got to spark this up and get down to the club. Came to the club, smelling like a pound of purple. Came to the club, smelling came to the, came to the, came to the club, smelling like a pound of purple. Step up in the club, no mean mugs, it's upstairs. Everybody wondering what's that smell up in the air. I can testify, it's probably me. No, I cannot lie. I'll be smoking purple till the day that I fucking die. Check my eyes, quitting like a China man. I scope the room. Anybody grilling me will be the first to meet they do. I don't give a fuck, I'm up here throwing a goose and fight up. Right out there, I knock you out, I sit on down and fight up. Yup, there's no need for talking, wood and drinks is what I'm barking. Mix it all together, equals disability of walking. Hate them girls that be stalking, I can't stand the crazy bitch. Get them out my face and then I roll it up and take a hit. That's the draft picks, when we burn, we burn the fucking best. Bring it starts at my house and we out to make a fucking mess. We don't stand in line with 
Came to the club smelling like a pound of purple. Came to the club smelling. Came to the. Came to the. Came to the club smelling like a pound of purple. 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 Smelling like a pound of purple. Came to the club smelling like a pound of purple. Came to the club smelling. Came to the. Came to the. Came to the club smelling like a pound of purple. 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 Smelling like a pound of purple. I like a red bra, money and rubber band So rock on some ice, a blonde perping hand And when I smoke, nigga, no stems, no seeds This here blunt is mine, go get your own weed This ain't come from Kelly Pippin, can't you smell that? We gon' smoke this, we don't sell that Can't get you a whole peep of 5100 Man, I'm high as hell you know I just done it. If it hits harder than your weed, it's gotta be 2B Blunt Podcast. Yo, 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 it's the Kushgar Smoke Dizzard. Catch me September 16th in East Haven at B-Racks. Support my brother Spark Kent. His album release, John, and all that. You already know the Kushgar will be in the building. Bring your lungs with you. Really. You heard it from the man himself, Tubi Blunt. We are back. Let's bring my man in. Big album release going down this weekend. September 16th at the Beer Racks, 250 Bradley Street, East Haven, Connecticut. Featuring the man you just saw on your screen, Smoke Dizza. It is Smart Spark. Oh my God, Spark Kent. Smart Smart Kent. <laughs> Yo, Smart Kent was not what I was going for, but we'll take it. <laughs> oh, shit. That, that's the weed, yo. I can't believe I just called you Smart Kent, yo. But you know what? You are a smart motherfucker, and I'll tell you why. I've seen, I try, I I've try. seen the way you, uh, you've put this event together from the start. Because we've been, we've been talking throughout the last couple of months. Because you've been kind of walking me through this little growing experiment I'm doing here at the house. So me and you've been talking a lot more than normal. So we started <laughs> talking when you started th- talking about putting this thing together and whatever. So it's it's been. It's been dope, and now you have this amazing event going down this weekend, yo, with the legendary Smoke fucking Dizza. How the fuck, first of all, let's start right there. How the fuck did you land Smoke Dizza to come and, and perform at the album release party, yo? Because that's fucking, that's top-level shit, yo. You big, that's big boss dog shit. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, you of know, course, I'm of course. Doing what I can out here, but uh, no. Nah, uh, shout out, uh, Rabbit Rat. Uh, I'm fucking high, bro. <laughs> Lavish, <laughs> Lavish Republic, holding it down. Um, I met them actually at the bazaar uh, when it was still outdoors, and uh, I got that that blue hat. I always be rocking with the Canana Cut hoodie yep. uh, from them. Yep. And uh, they actually had a little a little bubble gum. A packet of uh this is shit and i was like wicked surprise i i first person i ever seen on the east coast and i bugged out over it and uh popped that and then yeah we just kind of stayed in touch and he was like yo this is my boy you know that right and i always kept that in the back of my head and uh yeah i don't know a couple months ago i hit him up and was like yo uh, I got a bag for Dizzy if he wants to come out and play a show, and that's just how the whole thing kind of transpired. 
that's fucking wild, yo, to bring in a legend like that to come down and perform in Connecticut at an album release party. Uh, it just, it just, it's, it's so cool, yo, and it's so dope, and it's so accessible to people, yo, and it's such a, a dope fucking event. You've been working on this new album for a minute. It's been a little bit since your last release, no? Yeah, uh, it's a little, just about two years, over yeah. two years. It's a yeah. long time in between albums these days, yo. People be releasing shit left and right so fucking fast, yo. Without even letting like their first single play out and maximize, they already got another single out, and you got two years in between you putting out an album. So, what is like the thought process behind you waiting so long? Is it like a quality control thing or a quality over quantity thing? Like, what's your mind, your your thought process through that? Uh, I got a lot of motherfucking bills to pay. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the short end of it but uh you know i it's definitely a quality over quantity thing uh for me it, music's always been an outlet to me first you know what i'm saying it wasn't like let me let me rap and maybe i'll get rich and famous and fucking like you know xyz I, I write a lot about my experiences too so it's not like just fairy tales or like crafted out of the imagination like it's a lot of shit i went through so a lot of the stuff on the new album is like uh, kind of teaching other people things. Like I got a track on there called How to Grow, where I teach people how to grow hydroponically. Oh, shit, yo. We got a phone call. You want to take the phone call? Take the phone call. Take the phone call. To be blunt, what's your name? Where you calling from? It's, it's Troy from Connecticut. It's Troy from Connecticut. That's like extremely descriptive. <laughs> Hi, I'm Troy from Connecticut. What's, What's up, up, Troy? What's going on, TZ? What up, Spark? That Father Troy in the building? Father Troy in the building, you know what I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. How you doing? Father Troy. Can't it... complain, can't complain. Just came here to show support, you know what I mean? On your big day, you want the to be blunt. We out here doing big shit, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> you hike for Saturday? Dog, I can't fucking wait, bro. Been pushing the show as much as I can, bro. I'm so fucking pumped. I'm proud of you, dude. Out here killing this shit. This album is wild. I can't wait for the people to hear it. I appreciate that, bro. I couldn't hit the stage without you, bro. For real. You make the whole set just, like, come alive with the energy. Father Troy going to be on stage with you Saturday? Troy's the, oh, yeah. Troy's the hype man, and Troy's also putting out his own album pretty soon. Oh, Troy got the new, the new, the new solo coming, huh? Yeah, Father Troy. Yes, sir. I uh, got, the, got the single coming. I'm also working on an album. Uh, the album, hopefully, you know, be done in the next, I don't know, eight to ten months if I, if I expedite it. But I've got some fire for the, for the people. And, and then, you know, you know, Father Troy and Spark Can about to tear the shit up, man. Word, yo. I like that. I like that. So, you know, yes. what are you, like a label man too, bro? Are you put, is this coming out under Spark Kent? Is this like his uh, own thing? I'm, pro I'm producing some of the tracks on there. That's okay. that's all I can say for now. I okay. don't even know about a label. It'd be cool hush, to do hush. a label, but Dude, you, you need a lot of money you. to be, you know, do that label shit. I tell you what, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer off a little bit, yo, but I, I, I've been reading uh, the Juicy J uh, a book he put out. I don't know if you've seen it or if you heard about it yet. The dude put out a book. Brand... I, I heard about it. I haven't read it, but I have Good. heard about it. It's fucking inspiring as all fucking hell. Let me tell you right there off the rip, yo. But every time okay. I, I think about it, like I talk to you right now, I, I could totally see you branching out, doing your own thing, and producing artists too, yo. And especially because you got to think about this. Once, you know, we get older, which like a guy like me, who's been a little bit out of the game for a little bit, could have increased by longevity 
longevity if I had started to do something like that. Yeah, man. It's like, I don't know. It's a circle of life, you know? I, I'd rather, I mean, I going back we need, going we back need to, to the two-year thing, I'd rather, you know, artists. deal with life, write about it, you know, express that, hope other people can relate to it, then just put out some bullshit. What are you saying, so, Troy? I said we got to make Father Troy the first uh, the first artist under Spark Kent Entertainment, you know what I mean? Ooh, Spark Kent Entertainment, yo, S-K-E. <laughs> It would have to be something like corny, dumb, and catchy. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, you don't think like, Spark like, Kent Entertainment is is catchy? I think like like phone booth records or some shit. You phone know what booth I mean? Like, record? What are you fucking Doctor Who? <laughs> no, he's Spark. He's Spark Kent. He's Clark Kent. Spark Kent, baby. Oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, that's a stoner moment. Yeah, I should know I'm a big comic book guy, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I should know this shit. <laughs> Damn, Dude, yo. It would be phone, phone booth records. That'd be fire. That'd be fab. It would be sick. Well, thanks for calling in, Troy. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah no no. thanks for having me. No doubt. Yo, let's talk more about this event going down Saturday, yo. So you got you got tickets are still for sale right now? Yeah, I still got limited. It's getting low at this point, but uh, physicals. Physicals for 25. Are you, are you almost sold out? It's, it's a blank. No, nah, it hasn't sold out. Hasn't sold out. You know what I'm saying? People scared. They think there's a hurricane coming and shit. We got clear, beautiful weather on Saturday. I already checked. I checked. There's no rain building. this weekend. You know I mean? <laughs> no rain. <laughs> Not unless you're in like Canada. You ain't getting no rain in Connecticut this weekend. Let me tell y'all right now, which is more the reason why you should buy a ticket, yo, for this event. $30 right now, you can get them. You can hit up Spark Kent. Right or you know, is that- 25, 25 for me for the hard copies or from any of the other openers yo. on here. You know, thirty at the door. It's a steal uh, right there. Twenty five now, thirty at the door. Yo, thirty, and you get to see Smoke Dizz, the Spark Ken, and not just that. You got a whole list of of guests that are gonna be there. You have music by DJ Los, yo, just doing a big fiftieth anniversary of hip hop set, which is fucking dope, that's yo. Sick, that's boys. gonna be I've sick. Heard yo. I've heard a little you bit. Already heard bits. Oh, you got the sneak preview, bro. You got the sneak preview. I like that. You got yeah. Dos Vato, special guest. You got Jordan Edward, Nico Fuego, the Mortician, which is, by the way, an amazing fucking name. But I would love to see a tag team with the Mortician and the Undertaker. Like, that would be fucking <laughs> sick. Okay. <laughs> Trey Tuck, East Lane, Dante, and Food by Smoke and Fires, which is Spanish-American barbecue. Which, by the way, I read that Spanish-American barbecue, and I was ready right there, yo. That was enough Bro. to make me like, damn, yo. I'm fucking yeah, hungry. Yeah, shout out, shout out Wally, smoking fire. Wally's gonna be there holding it down. That's fucking sick, yo. That's yeah. fucking. sick. And we got sick. the vendors in the building. We got all the great vendors. So too, let's talk so. about the vendors, yo. We got so you can go there, you can hang out. You're at the beer rack, so imagine if there's beer racks, there's gonna be beer available, right? Oh, <laughs> some fire, fire craft beer, mostly from Hoax. Buy it from Hoax if anybody wants right. to go there. So you shout the, out Hoax. You get craft beer, right? You get you get you get sick music, sick performances, and now you tell me you can also get uh, uh, crafts in general. Like, what? Tell me more about the vendors. Yeah, so uh, we got a combination of uh, clothing, um, definitely uh, some plants, some you know plants and uh, and herbologists in the motherfucking building. Uh, we got who else? We got Smokers Club is sponsoring it. Dab and Dad, obviously, to be blunt sponsoring it. Dab and Dad's going to be out there with a live dab bar. Uh, Mary Meltz is going to be there. Oh, you said the dab bar, glass yo? Blowing. You got a dab bar going on and glass blowing? This is going to be sick yeah. as an event, yo. 
Oh yeah, bro. I'm just trying to like, you know, bring bring together both cultures, you know, because they've always gone together hand in hand. So every time, there's not, not a question time. about it, yo. That's gonna be a huge move, huge move, yo. I just want to say congratulations first off because this sounds like this event's gonna be off the fucking wall, yo. Gonna be fucking Hell yeah. dope, yo, dope. So you guys gotta make sure you check it out this Saturday, September 16th. Hit up my man Spark Kent. Let me pull up your IG real quick again right there. Thank you for joining the show. We'll see you in a little bit, Spark. Appreciate you yes, coming sir. on. Thank you for having me on, PZ. To be but we'll be right back with comedian Aya Shemay. Don't go nowhere. Highest podcast around. You guys already know the deal. The deal. So make sure you start rolling that shit up now. I got a little bit of this joint left. I got another one here about to crack open on this break. So we about to get high as fuck. So make sure you got that shit loaded. And get ready, because it's about to go down. Been that stoner, still that stoner. Yeah. Will forever be that stoner. You already know. I'm the TikTok smoker. I'm a rapper. I'm a toker. I can burn a hole and I'll stick a plane that it be over. Can smoke a whole pine even more when I be dying. I'm the get high rapper. Someone give this dude the grind. What? King shit. Only burning green shit. Appealing every case because I know it don't mean shit. I will never stop making hits when I'm blasting. Main I'm on the X Games mode. You ain't lasting. Ha! I'm a stoner. Yeah. Smoking on the loudest. Yeah. Rolling up the baddest. Yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's, what's happening? Bitch, I'm a stoner. Yeah, smoking on the loudest. Yeah, rolling up the fattest. Yeah, acting silly, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening? Bitch, I'm a smoking and recording, but my lamp is all I'm showing. I keep my business private, so my stash ain't never showing. No beefing with you rappers, really getting kind of boring. If it ain't about the clout, then you know I'm gonna ignore it. I'm the shit, ooh. I'm on the strong, I'm feeling lit. You smoke a shit, ooh. I'll keep it real, keep the sack, you counterfeit, ooh. All the real smokers know that I'm a savage. You smoke a babbage. I'm a stoner, yeah. Smoking on the loudest, yeah. Rolling up the baddest, yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening, bitch? I'm a stoner, yeah. Smoking on the loudest, yeah. Rolling up the baddest, yeah. Acting silly, what's happening? Hey, hey, what's happening, bitch? I'm a stoner. The laughs are non-stop. <laughs> it's TV Blunt with PZ. To be blunt. What up, Christina? I see you in the chat. Thank you for joining the show. And now it's time. It's event time i'm so excited i've been waiting for this interview because i've been watching uh watching her on the ig awesome comedian truly inspiring the ig is just dope you gotta check it out let me pull it up on the screen if you haven't known already at ishmay at i on ig bottom line let's bring her in welcome to the show oh oh no I don't, I don't hear you. Oh, no. 
Muted. There it she is. was muted. I was muted. Okay. I was listening before, so I was afraid. So I kept myself on mute. No, listen, that's perfect. Thank God. <laughs> I was worried for a second. I got nervous Start though. Signing. No, you don't understand. The last time I did a, I did a show, we did like the big sound check. Everything went real great. And then once we went live, for whatever reason, every guest that I had on went like it was a, c- a complete disaster. It was just Echo City, just for the guests. Don't know why. So when you when you were out, I was like, oh no, not again, not again. Well, we did it. We're here. It's great. Thank God. Hello. Thank God. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. It's been a little. It's been a little bit coming. Now. We've, been, we've been trying to, to work this out for a couple months now, which is fucking dope that we finally got you on the show here live. And I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to come on and talk to me. No, thank you for having me. I'm glad like you found me through like Chaz and AJ because they talk about like stoner stuff on there, and I'm like, yes. I'll have like, you know yes. that I, I that episode that, that I've heard of Chaz and AJ, but I had already been following you prior to that. Oh, okay, All cool. Right? So I had found your account through another, uh, you know, local stoner who was following you and whatever, maybe yeah, shared yeah, yeah. something. And that's how I find yeah. you. I checked out the videos. I'm like, oh, this, this, she's funny. Oh, you know what I mean? And it just worked out. And then you had the, com- the, the event going on. You had that big comedy show you were going to do. And we were trying to get you to lock in and come in to promote that. And we weren't able to work it out. And then I was like, ah, fuck it. Like, Here we go again. But yeah, yo. So you were we're killing here. it. Speaking of Chaz we're and working. AJ, you've been on the radio. You're being on, you're on the comedy. You have your own filthy comedy. You have so many mm-hmm. things going on right now it's almost as if you know you're 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 just you're taking off in my in my view i love seeing that literally i don't think of myself as taking off but i just see myself as i work hard so you keep working hard i mean you should know you're you're running a successful podcast the harder you work you hustle you put in the time you slowly start seeing it you know i featured for the like i did a funny bone this weekend it's a big deal featuring which is like a longer set and i was like but it's been a few years you know what i mean it takes time but you work towards it you work hard you i mean you, you got it you know you pretty cool that shit's fucking dope y'all i mean and, and funny bone for those of you who may not even be from connecticut is like one of the 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 most popular and most well-known uh comedy spots in the state you know aside from the casinos you know? yeah right you yeah. know what i mean i mean that's obviously the casinos are the casinos but <laughs> outside of that like the funny bone's the place to be for a comedian i feel like right yeah it is so that's or a my show's filthy comedy because she's filthy she's a dirty girl <laughs> What do you see? You, you you think you take that separate from yourself? Oh no, I'm I'm an inappropriate person in general. But okay. then I purposely made filthy comedy so I could just say you know cunt in the first minute of my set. So, um, it's pretty great. Yeah. Well, I, listen, I hear you. This is why I do the podcast, and I don't work in radio anymore. The because podcast. Oh, Look the... at Christina. I know. Who's I like the comic? Not me. This is Christina. She's fucking killing it. I know. <laughs> She's been in the chat. I think it's the first time I've ever seen her in here. Killing, killing it killing it over here <laughs> I, I love it i gotta ask though so this is always the, like the first question i gotta talk to when i talk to comedians and it, it it starts with what what made you like what what went off in your head one day when you were like i this comedy is what i want to do like what got you to that point because i know and i'm going to put this out there i know a little bit I, from my under my little research i've done uh you you're 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 actual like you're an engineer yeah like that's, that's like my day job. Yeah. That's a huge, I know, right? like from here to here though. That's like a big, big gap from engineer to comedian. It's like a film engineer during the day. Fucking wild. Yeah. No. 
Um, I really, so I feel like I, po if I posted about it in my socials, I used, I used to be really heavy. Um, I was always like the big kid growing up. I was always heavy. I was heavy in, in school, all this stuff. And I was a loser. I was invisible. No, you know, I mean, it's, it sucks. And so I was like, I have to be funny. So I always was the funny fat girl, you know what I mean? And I didn't start doing comedy until I didn't really have confidence until I lost a lot of the weight. And actually I did improv for a few years before I started stand up. So yeah. So then that's, I always wanted to, but I was too kind of scared to, which is kind of sad, but I mean, it's, it's very true. Like, that's... I feel like, you know, people don't get it. It's like, you're invisible when you're overweight. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, like you, what can you do? And I was like, I can be funny and a slut, you know? So I did both. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> That's, that's, hey, you know what? There's two things you can't fuck up right here. Fat girls get great head, man. That's true. So I was just that's like, what they say. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but you know what? And, and to be serious, though, I completely can relate to that. I'm yeah. overweight. I've been overweight for, for years. And no matter how hard I feel like I work at it, I always just do this, it's this constantly. Even yeah. harder now yeah. that more than I have kids, even like you know mm -hmm. more difficult. Uh, kids, you're old now too. Your metabolism slowing down. How well do you even have time to eat healthy and work out when you're fucking doing twenty million things? Right, exactly. And it's it, it's honestly it is a struggle. And I do understand what you say when you say that like you you're a loser and you feel alone and you feel invisible, even though you're not invisible because you're <laughs> always the biggest one there. So, I know, right? I made a joke. People get upset about it, but I'm like, guys, I used to, I literally did used to weigh the size of a baby elephant. And I was like, that's where the phrase elephant in the room came from. People hate that. And I'm like, it's true. I was so huge. And then it was just like, whatever. But yeah, no, it's crazy. No one paid attention to you. So. What's, what's even crazier is how, how we tend to uh, lean into that direction of being the funny one. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's even me doing a podcast here. It, it's almost yeah. still plays out to this fucking day. Even from when I was younger, like, it's like, it never stopped. It's fucked up. Yeah. No, it's great. No, but you like, I think people who lean into it, that you're comfortable, you are comfortable with yourself. You're embracing yourself versus shaming yourself. You're just going to be like, all right, I'll go along with it. You guys think I'm fat. Okay. I'm fat, but I'm also awesome. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just because we're fat doesn't mean we're not awesome. In fact, if anything, right. it just means we're more awesome. We have more awesome to fucking give. You know what I mean? We have so much fucking personality. We grew that for a long time, okay? Because we had to. Because of the trauma. <laughs> they, don't, they don't get it. You get it. You and I get it. We're in like a club now. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm, I'm a big fan of the club, though. But I but I'm like, always like, I'm just smoke fatties. <laughs> just at least we're smoking fatties. As long as that's going down in the club, then right. I'm in. Like you can't, I'm... you know. So, so you went through your whole life being overweight, but so and I can relate yeah. to this. So, like, yeah. you you went through the thing. You were, you know, you were doing the county, making people laugh. So, what made you though? Like what, cause obviously I can see, and I've been watching Instagram, you are not no longer the, the person you said yeah. you were. Yeah. So what was the, the change? What was the turnaround? What was the thing that made you say, you know what? I have to, like, I have to make a change. I feel like a lot of people who, I mean, I yo-yoed my whole life too, up and down, but then like, I like steadily gained, I was in an unhappy relationship for like a really long time. And then I think I just remember like seeing a picture 
And like, I, as you know, like you, you get, you, you're tired and you say so, but then like you, like I saw a picture and cause I had tried and failed and tried and failed. And I remember seeing this one picture of me and I was just like, I don't even, who is this person? Like, do you know what I mean? Like you see yourself in the mirror, but then you see that and you're like, that's what I look like. Like, I was like, I look like a baby elephant, which just blows my mind. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I can't even believe it now. And so I really, I tried, I failed, but then I did it again and I, I stuck with it and I lost 103 pounds in a year. Holy and shit. That's a lot of weight in a year to lose. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, and so I, I mean, I have a joke about this too, but like I lost the weight so rap. Well, so, and this is what I'll say, the motivation. I lost 25 pounds in my first month from like, you know, just diet and exercise. And I was like, oh, I can keep doing this. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like getting that you know, but like I have loose skin, like I'm like, I've got loose skin on my arms. I mean, I had to get a tummy tuck because I had five pounds of loose skin on my stomach. It was just like shifting around like a lava lamp, you know. But that's what happens when you lose weight quickly. Like there's no yeah. way for your body to like catch up. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't so know. That's what, what you know, sorry. No, I get, I was, I'm, I'm stoned. So I'll just talk, 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 talk. That's talk. fine. Me too. So we're probably going to just talk over each other the entire time. Which is, <laughs> so it's like we're just hanging out in a room smoking weed. Just forget anybody else is here. We're good. Oh, right. We're good. It's me and you right here. Okay. Having this weird conversation. <laughs> Making fun of ourselves. And obviously showing that we are traumatized from our youth. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh god this is great. i'm having a great time this is great uh, me too i just i don't know if it's just like the weed or the fact that talking about losing weight is making me hungry now i don't know what's going on yet. Like- <laughs> probably the weed the talking yeah, yeah that yeah. time so what was it that, that you so diet exercise that was that was what that did it for you that was it no major I- like no specific diet or anything that like was really the worst? I did specific. I did. I did keto, which is the low carb, high fat diet. Um, I think it worked really well, but I definitely like didn't help my eating disorder and all sorts of that stuff. Cause like I literally, I didn't eat. I was scared of eating apples. I didn't eat an apple for three years. An apple. An apple? A banana. I didn't eat bananas. Why? It's insane. It's insane. Cause you can't have them cause of the sugar. Cause the sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So um it's crazy. It's that's insane. So I ate just so much, just a lot of like taco salads, a lot of burger salads. I mean, it was re- pretty easy. Um <coughs> so if anyone wants to lose weight but develop an eating disorder, do keto. Um but you'll be so skinny. My my wife has I has tried keto, so she's kinda getting me into it a few okay. times. But here's my problem is I fucking hate cauliflower. Right. And like, I feel like the keto, like they just constantly replace all the good shit with cauliflower. And I'm like, I can't fucking do this. You can't, you can't have cauliflower rice. I can't have cauliflower noodles. Like you can't make something out of cauliflower and expect me to believe that it's going to taste like the, the original thing. It's not possible. Cauliflower has got this weird taste to me that I just can't get over. Like it's just, it's fucking weird, yo. Um, I completely disagree with you. Cauliflower is everything, but like, I understand. And the thing is there's solutions. You can do zucchini noodles. Okay. Right. Right. Um, you can do, um, they have so many like processed pastas and treats and everything that are low carb, but it's like, you know, but you can eat them during this diet. So like, I definitely probably got cancer from that, but <laughs> she's skinny now. Look at her. She's so little. <laughs> she's really not. I'm still considered like fucking like chubby. I'm like a, because I'm still like a size 10, 12 what? curvy, 
but no but i have a joke because i'm like i'm still like especially i'm like i'm still fat to you people and people laugh they're like you are <laughs> they don't, a lot of people don't even see, they don't see the beginnings though you know what i mean like oh i know oh i know people look at me now they're like she's she's average she's all right she's fine she's normal size and then but yeah no exactly but it's very funny i think it's i like making fun of it that's i'm a comic i have to of course you got to work with what you got, right? So you went through this whole thing, and you might as well use that. I mean, what comic right. doesn't use their past trauma to for jokes, though? I mean, right? That's like that's like that's that's one hundred and one <laughs> comedy. I think it's so easy to make fun of yourself, and it's also like I don't know. It just shows that you're comfortable with yourself. I feel like people who see my stand up, especially women, say they like me because I'm super relatable. Like I talk about like having issues with my Middle Eastern mother. I talk about being overweight and losing weight and I talk about all that stuff. And I like to, because I like to make people comfortable. I think it's like, we should be joking about our, I don't know. I like joking about myself. It makes me accept it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So. I totally get it. What was that like growing up in the Persian family? Like how, what, what was, you know, what was that household like? Oh my God. So my dad, so my dad's from Worcester, Mass. Shout out Worcester, heroin <laughs> capital of the world. Um, yeah. And <laughs> it's true. It's true. It is. People woo when I say that. They're like, yes. So, um, and my, my mom's from Iran. And um, I like definitely was like raised, my mom's definitely like a narcissist and definitely raised in a household like super strict. I never wore, I didn't wear makeup. I didn't even pluck my eyebrows until I was in high school. I didn't shave my legs. I never went on a date, like very, and I also like, it kind of, I was such a loser because I was also fat. I remember people made fun of me for wearing hand-me-downs. I'll never forget Pete Zwayek in the fifth grade. He's like, because I'm fucking Persian. He's like, your arm hair is longer than mine. Like I, I really, and I had glasses. I know, right? She was suicidal. She was, I was, I was suicidal. Um, so it's pretty awful. I'm not like my, my parents loved me, but it was like, I was very sheltered and like, I was such a whore my freshman year of college because I like was so, I didn't even know anything. You so know you I mean? spent all those years caved, like, you know, uh, uh, stuck in the cage, you know, hypothetically, uh, of your yeah. family, like not letting you experience the life the way the other kids were. Then when they finally, you got to let loose, you really just went zero to 100 quick. <laughs> I literally, anytime I made friends, I always ended up like my, I did end up making friends with high school friends that like they smoked weed. My first time smoking my like first friendships with people that smoked weed in high school. And, um, I'll, I'll never forget my mom picked me up and I was like drunk and high. And then she's like, never hanging out with those people again. And I couldn't like, I was forbidden from hanging out with those people, but oh I was like, God. so fucked up. And I remember it. And I was like, no, cause I was like, you know what I mean? I was so sheltered. I was like, I want this. Um, but yeah, she, yeah, she went wild freshman year. She had a good time, but then she got a boyfriend sophomore year. was like a good girl for a while. Okay. Okay. So, so the whole phase wasn't very long. It was very, very short lived. Yeah, no, it was, it had had its moment. It's it's been here and there. Not anymore, but yeah, back in the day. And I'm fat too, which is crazy. I'm like, some of these like hot dudes love fat bitches, which is fine. I was like, I mean, it's so confident. I was like, all right, I'm fat, whatever. I have to own it even though I hate myself. Right, right. <laughs> Deep down inside, that's that's what really happens. <laughs> it's internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you're out, you no, you're like, to. fuck it. You have to, you got to put on that, yeah. the poker face. You have to. Yeah. You have, you have to, to just to get Lizzo. by. You have to be like, I'm great. Yeah, you have to. 
So once you start eventually finding yourself, I feel like through college, as you started to make your way through adulthood and finally out into the real world, what's crazy to me is still is relying back to the original fact that you go to school, you go to become an engineer, which is an amazing job. I work, I work at a manufacturing company, so I work with a whole bunch of engineers, oh, and they're all super cool. smart usually. You know what I mean? So like, usually, <laughs> usually I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but most of the time, the engine, like the, you know, people associate engineers as, as smart as people. I'm not saying that coming comedians can't be smart but when you have what i'm trying to say is uh, when you have like a solid career like a solid job like an engineer is yeah. a pretty good job you make pretty good money being an engineer oh yeah why still do the comedy on the side um because it's fucking awesome it's so much fun i will literally my happiest is when i'm on stage telling jokes I feel alive. I feel truly like myself. And then I'm, especially if it's a good show and I'm doing crowd work and everyone's, it's just like, everyone's laughing. It feels good. You're it's, I also like, I, I someone made this quote, but it's like, talk about how like comedy, it's like always like only going to happen in that moment, like that joke or that crowd work or whatever. And that's the same thing with improv too. That, so in general, and it's sometimes it's so good and it's so, Oh my God, I, I feel alive. So it's like, once I had that taste, I was like, oh, I have to do this for the rest of my life, no matter what. If I want to keep my house or whatever I want, I'm going to keep the engineering job, but I'm going to make this work. And God willing, the goal is become a famous comedian and I can live a life and that. But it's, you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine not making people laugh. I, I, it makes me so happy to make other people happy. That's awesome. So let me ask Sorry, you. I just got <laughs> Are you in a, currently like in a relationship? I'm not hitting any. I promise. I just want. Yes, no, I'm I'm wifed up. I oh, got a perfect. fiance. So, yes. So that's what I, I was hoping you were gonna say. Like, is now now my real question is like, how do you balance right? Go like doing comedy shows, working, going to the gym, relationship, home life, uh, going to the radio early ass in the morning, and then starting the rest of your day after that. Like, how the fuck? That's a lot. That's a lot really is but like i am a believer of you build the life you want and like your time is energy and like how invest your time is like how you choose to live your life and like i want all of these things so i like choose to make time for them and that means you know going to bed at 10 waking up at 6 being um uh making sure i go to the gym every day consistency and and i think like I really try really hard to be present. Like I really, cause I really want to make sure like I'm living my fullest life. Like I, I like to go kayaking after work. I love to do everything and I don't want to change right now, you know, because what is what my, I'm like, my dad died at 61. I'm 34. That means I could be, if in, the, you know what I mean? Like I could die tomorrow, but like if I was to die at 61, that's what less than 30 years from now. Yeah. I want to live. I want to do all the things like I'm impromptuly going to that fucking when we were young festival in Las Vegas next month. My it's like, Oh, I have a spare bed in my hotel. And I'm like, done. I booked my <laughs> fucking flight. Wow. I'm like, so, life's short. Yeah. Life's short. Yeah. It's that's, you know what? If you, if you can, like, that's not something that a lot of people can do. I agree with you hundred percent as far as life short thing, but it's a lot, it's a lot to juggle and being in the entertainment business is a grind, yo. Cause it's not, it's not just, 
you know, yeah. going on stage and doing a show. Oh, no. You know what I mean? No. It's it's coming home. It's working on the website. It's doing the it's yeah. doing the social media, yeah. trying to come up with content, posting, yeah. keeping yourself relevant in between gigs. Like it's a lot. It's not just we don't just show up once a week and do our, and like do the job and like that's it. Like it's there's so many things that go on behind the scene, which is why like I just find it super incredible that you're able to balance all this stuff and still be successful. Knock on wood, but like, no, absolutely. And I, and I do that to myself sometimes too, but I always leave a weekend free. I always have, you know, I thankfully work from home. So like I, my work, yeah. Like granted I'm like today, like I was busy, but at least like I'm home. I'm in my own space. It's comfortable. My boss knows I do comedy. They, they've been to my show before. They've seen set, like they're supportive. What? That's sick. Very, I know. That's like the coolest part. That's why I'm like, I, so, and I don't know. I, I, I have, I think I have ADHD. I'm like, Oh, I'm doing all the things. You definitely People do. say They're like, your life seems exhausting. No and doubt I'm like, about I it. like it. You definitely, definitely ADHD. I mean, cause I just, I, I feel like we, we, we like we're, we're gelling right now. And I, I definitely have severe ADHD, like, <laughs> like off the charts sometimes, like it's bad. So like, I feel like the same vibe. <laughs> Coming back. Might want to get that get checked. <laughs> you know, what's crazy to me though, is that you told me that your, your boss and your people from your job have been to your shows. That's like my worst fucking nightmare is that I come into work and my, my boss is like, Oh, I saw your podcast last night. And I'm like, just like, I would just be like, cool. I don't know. Like I'm thinking about starting a podcast. I keep back and forth on it. Cause I don't know what to name it. I don't know what the theme would be. I actually feel like I know what the theme would be, but anyways, but it's like, <laughs> whatever. It's my, this is my life outside of work. I get shit done work. Sorry. You heard about my butthole. Like it is what it is, <laughs> you know? That's ballsy. Like to me, I don't know. That would be that would be frightening to me personally. I would be like devastated if I saw it, if I heard that. I'm trying to step into the era of my life where I don't give a fuck about what other people think about me. My job literally gave me a bonus this year. Like it's like a long term. Literally, I'm like leaning in because I like was telling my friends I was like I don't even know why I got this bonus. Like, w- like I didn't even do anything crazy. And then they gave me a bonus at work. I was like, they're like it's a lot at like a certain amount every year if you stay at the company. Right. And I was like I don't even know why I got this. But you know what I mean. So it's like I'm 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 doing fine. I'm doing some whatever I'm doing is working. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I mean. It's what I said to start the interviews. I felt like you're taking off and you're killing it. And I love that. I love you're an that. Angel. Thank you. I, I, you have to come to a show. I would love to. I definitely will come. I'll bring in the wife. We'll come down. It'd be fucking dope. I think we have a lot live? of fun. I live, I'm now in Middletown. Oh, okay. Have you been to Mondo? That's my favorite pizza. Oh my always get God. Yo, let's, we, we can meet there anytime. Just uh, let me know. Oh my God. It's what like, you right, get, what it's, kind of pizza do you get? Well, I mean, uh, I, I, uh, Man, there's so many good pizzas there. I like the pepperoni with the hot oil. Oh my god! So we literally get that, but then we also add ricotta cheese to it. And oh, so we get pepperoni, honey, and ricotta. Ooh, ooh, to the ooh. next level. I'm trying Dude, it's that. So good. We gotta go. Dude, we gotta do we're it. We're going. Yeah. Let's do it. Double date. Have, hell yeah! Exactly. That's what I was just gonna say. Double date, yo. That'd be sick, yo. We'll go out We'll have some mondo <laughs> pizza. We'll smoke some fucking weed. We'll eat some right. fucking food. Ah, oh, yeah. Sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Let's do this. What are we going? I'm hungry. Shit. 
let's i'm like let's go he's playing soccer with his friends or i don't it's dark no it's not dark i have this clothes because it like i look too white when it's open i look good right now really as a persian i would feel like that wouldn't be the case no, it you washes know, you know, me out. Gonna, well, it, maybe have, it won't because it's like the sun setting. You got a white t-shirt on. You're good. Are you kidding me? Oh, I am. Well, no, when I'm on. Okay, so I, I sit here. I usually sit on my couch during the day. But then when, when I'm with my boss, I sit here. So it like looks like I'm at my desk. And then um, during the day, the sun gets so bright. Like you can't see my face. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I do. It's almost okay. too much. It's just blinding at some times, especially when it just hits you just right, yo. <laughs> so tell me, what is your like? What what was your first time smoking like? I'm like trying to remember. I rem I for I for some I remember the first time I smoked out of a bong was at this guy Paul Delia's house. No way, no way. First of all, time out. Your first time was with a guy named Paul. No, the first time I smoked out of a oh, bong, okay. I right. specifically remember. And I was in high school, and I was 16, and it was with those, with, like, Colleen and us, these girls that were um, a grade older than me. They were the ones that my mom later told me I couldn't hang out with. And I remember that I got, like, super dizzy, and I was, like, rolling around in the snow. That's what I remember from that experience. That's that's one hell of a way to enjoy smoking your first bog is doing snow angels. <laughs> I did snow angels, apparently. She's fucking psychotic. And she's fat, so it's just a circle. <laughs> it's just a circle? So you made a snowman? I just I just know how it goes. <laughs> True. So growing up, you you you've dealt with all kinds of people heckling you, and like, how, and you must be like a queen up on that stage when you d deal with people at the comedy shows. Because I'm sure, I'm sure you get the hecklers. Everyone does, yo. I think my my crowd works good. I don't know. I I mean, you kind of just deal with it. Usually, people aren't mean to me because I'm pretty nice. Like I'm pretty, I'm fun. You'll. I, I feel like you can tell my energy. I'm high yeah. energy. That's how my set is. Like I'm very sarcastic. But then when I'm like, I like, I'm very fun. So I feel like people, for the most part, usually already like me because I'm, you know, I'm likable, which is very fucking weird. Because again, you didn't fucking like me fucking 150 pounds ago, you fucking <laughs> assholes. That's trauma right there. Let's go back to that. Let's talk about how my personality didn't change. Nothing about me changed. Oh, you want to be fucking friends with me now, you piece of shit. Sorry, Isn't that um... always how it goes, though? You know, you know, it's just that, that that's anything bullshit. in life though. They always hate you when you're nobody. Then when you're somebody, all of a sudden they want to be your friend. You know what I mean? It's just how it yeah. always goes. Sorry to bring it back there. I yeah. was it's okay. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. We're good. You have any uh shows coming up? You have any anything you know going down? What's in the works right now? What's your plan for the rest oh my God, of the year? I literally I literally just updated. Well, literally, you were doing the show, and I was updating my website. So on um, October fifth, I'm actually doing. We're doing a live taping. So like you know, you see all the fucking clips on Instagram that are super professional looking. Yeah, that's what this is gonna be, and it's gonna be illicit. Which I they had the like Connecticut. Is it Connecticut? Yeah, Connecticut. They had their show for Christmas, I think, last year. I couldn't go because I had a show. Because I think I know my friends from the Weed Game Show did that show. Same here, um, yeah. They were they were did it on like a night where I had the show too, so I couldn't wait, go. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love. Uh, we should have them come do a show down here. I love those guys. Yeah, 
Kevin's awesome. Um, but anyway, so uh, I have the taping October 5th. That's at Elicit. And then the other upcoming ones, um, Brewery Legitimus, which is in New Hartford. I have a show there. That ticket comes with a beer. Um, and Ooh. then just the rest are on my website. I'm trying to, if people from the Burn and Learn are on this stream, we need to collaborate. They wanted me to do a Halloween show. What? They need to like analyze the details. So if you're listening, I'm looking at you. I contact. <laughs> Hit me up too. We'll both come. It'll be great. <laughs> well, yeah, well, so I just, because the thing is like, I need to know, because it's like, you have to get the comment. You understand. I'm like, it's this full time. I have to get the comics. So I have to make the flyer. I have to post the Eventbrite. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have, you know, promotions. Yep. And I have other shows. You have to time everything. It's a, it's a lot of work. So just need to know. So, Burn and Learn, I love you guys. Let me know. <laughs> you heard it right here. Usually they approve. I try to post the show in there, and then it usually gets approved like the next day. <laughs> so, oh, oh, god damn it. I so know. They're, they're too stoned. They'll get this tomorrow. The admins are usually high as shit probably at this time of day, and uh, and it just doesn't happen until the morning. <laughs> so, it works out, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yo, check it. I just wanted to say thank you so much. It's so much fun. For hanging like, out. God, I know. I can't believe how fast that went by. <laughs> Half me back. Let's see if they liked me. I would love to have you back anytime. And, of course, we'll definitely go grab uh, some pizza at Mondo's, whatever you want. So just let me know. We'll link up. We'll double date it up. It'll be sick. Make sure you check her out on IG. Aya And October 5th, big event, Alyssa Brewing. Make sure you guys go check that shit out. Where can they get tickets? Um, On my website, which is getfilthycomedy.com. Uh, we didn't even get to talk about filthy comedy much. Damn. So that's, so that's why you have to have so me So I guess, you know, check back in a month. Maybe we'll have her back again. <laughs> we'll do it all Terrible. over part two. Thanks for hanging out. You'll listen. Enjoy the rest of your night and the rest of your weekend. And we wish you much success. Yes. We'll talk soon. All right. Nom, nom. All right. Cool. <laughs> Peace. To be blunt, I just want to shout out everybody that's up in the chat right now that's been tuned in, hanging out with us all night. Yo, Christina, Adam, Jen, Donna, Taylor in the house. You know, y'all just been killing it in the chat. Fucking dope, dope, dope. You know, I've seen Lucy Roman. I've seen all kinds of people up in here, yo. So just every week, people like you are what drives us doing the live show. Again, shout out Goof, who could not make it tonight, unfortunately. My man is uh, sick. So make sure you guys hit him up on the IG and let him know that, uh, you know, we wish he gets well soon and he comes back. Coming up, we have on uh, the 28th, Dylan and Lenny of Annex. If you don't know Annex, you got to check them out on Instagram. It's from It's Annex. They're a company that makes a device. This is the craziest shit. You smoke joints. They can put a joint in there and then you hit it. And then you blow it back into the device and it somehow dissipates the smoke. And it's like smoke free and smell free. You smoke that shit anywhere. I got to try this bitch. So that's going down at 28th. And then we're off October 5th, but we are back on 11 or oh my God, 10, 12 with Yella Bizbay. You got to check out Instagram. Check her out. She uh, killing it. Killing it right now. Over 40,000 followers. And she's an amazing, amazing talent from Memphis. So you guys got to check that out. We have a lot of other big guests coming up. So make sure you stay tuned into the IG. Follow us at 2 Podcast. It's the number 2 B-E-B-L-U-N-T podcast on all platforms. www2 Podcast.com. 
We need to find out, you know, what's good. So, shout out Hayes Radio. We'll be live Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. So, it's going down. It's the highest podcast around. You already know the deal. To be blood, we out. Peace. Oh, my God. I almost forgot. Same weed time. Same weed channel.